0: All right. How's it going, Mr. Jeremy? Good. How are you, John? Doing all right. S- Thank you for having me
1: over your lovely abode.
0: Oh, excellent! I'm glad you're here. Um, so we're listening. Uh, you're listening to FecalFace.com. This is our first live podcast. Oops, excuse me. And uh, we're here with Mr. Jeremy Fish, who's uh, fresh from Poland. Uh, Eastern Europe,
1: yeah, all around Eastern Europe. We took a little trip. You have to get a little closer on the microphone. For these things <laughs> are <Pardon> me. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah, I just got home from uh, a really nice trip around Eastern Europe for three weeks uh, with a bunch of other artists. It was like nine artists living in a tour bus, and uh, this company hired us to go and paint a bunch of stores and paint some areas that needed a mural. And it was a really fun collaboration and fun trip somewhere I'd never been. And living in a bus with a bunch of strange europeans and uh it was really really cool opportunity but jet lag blows and i'm having some serious nap attacks lately (laughs) nap attacks um yeah so how long have you been back a week a week which is long enough that you should not have jet lag anymore yeah it's a long time it's the worst i've ever had and i don't know if it's jet lag or like i just ate a bunch of bad food while i was over there and i'm super vitamin deficient and i just keep eating burritos and sleeping for half a day but, uh, yeah, it's not cool at all Like, I've been home for a week But it felt like half a week I've been asleep pretty much Since I got off the plane
0: Nice So what are you working on Now that you're back home In San Francisco? Uh, I
1: have a show in Chicago Next weekend Uh, at, uh, DVA Gallery On Lincoln Avenue Somewhere in Chicago And, uh, I'm excited about it Because I haven't been to Chicago In, like, a long time I drove through there Like, five or six years ago With my dad Ate some pizza Talked to a funny cop And kept driving So, uh i don't know it's one of those cities i uh, always really fascinated me like, it's huge badass architecture and just feels super 60s and uh, i'm don't know, gonna go for four days with my trusty assistant and paint a mural and install a show and who, who would back.
0: who would the uh trustee assistant be would that be mr marr dick marr dick yeah. marr of the outer sunset mars oh yeah rick rick is also dick richard yeah. richard yeah. dick marr yeah yeah my so. uncle's name is um richard Tripp, so dick Tripp. oh it's man that's that's awesome though. So, um, we know what you've been up to, and uh, you said you were, you were over there for three weeks. Yeah. Did it get, like, a little little
1: long? Yeah, definitely. I uh, I had a bunch, of, like, I, I had the show at White Walls open in August, and then I literally left the next day, and it was like, we started in Copenhagen, Denmark, and went from Copenhagen to Oslo, Norway, and then from Norway to Warsaw, Poland, from Poland to Budapest, Hungary, and then from Budapest to Vienna, Austria, and then from Austria to uh, Bratislava, Slovakia, and then back to Germany, and so yeah, it was just long. It wasn't that it wasn't awesome, it was like cool as fuck to see all those places and paint murals with a bunch like I knew most of the other artists they had hired to do it, and uh, it was just really fun, it's like fun to draw with other people, I spent so much time in my studio alone doing the same old shit that like, to get out and just be like, okay ready, you got six hours and there's nine of you and it's this wall's like 35 feet wide. Go. Go. And uh, I don't work like that at all. You know what I mean? Everything's really like, I sit and plan it out and I've got this little preset thing I need to draw and this is really free and just awesome and it was summertimey there. Like they actually get warm weather. and. Uh, I don't know. It was awesome. And I came back right as Indian Summer hit here.
0: So it was perfect timing. Well or, um, do you have any uh, top stories from your trip? Like, just like, uh, if, if you had like five minutes to basically summarize the best moment of the trip, would there be a moment like that? Or was it all kind of a big blur?
1: It was kind of a blur, but it was, you know, there was a lot of really just stuff that if I tell the story, it won't sound that cool. But we had this bus driver, this guy named Manny, who, uh... He works for a bus company And when you rent the bus It's like one of those Giant band tour buses Had like 16 beds upstairs And like a living room Downstairs And a little living room In the back of the bus And uh This guy's been driving a bus For like 20 years So every band That's ever gone through Eastern Europe Like he's toured with Metallica and ACDC And Janet Jackson And Nelly Furtado Like He had like He was German And his English was really funny And uh, he had like A million and one Really bad like Band tour stories And uh at some point during the tour my friend Gallo, this guy from Italy, who's a real hellraiser. Uh, we were crossing a border into Poland. It was like 4:30 in the morning. Everybody was asleep except him and he was so wasted. He was literally hurling beers at the bus driver like while we were driving. And uh, the next day he got a yellow card and bus driver basically said let it out of all the bands he's ever driven around and like all the all the people he's ever had to deal with like Gallo was in his top 10 of like ultimate rager assholes rager assholes so uh, yeah the bus driver if i had to pick something that i really got a kick out of this fucking funny german bus driver and like all this slang and we uh, we incorporated into my like Five out of the 13 murals, like there was some little drawing of our bus driver in there. He's a total, like, uh, you know, child molester, psychopath kind of guy. It's really fun to talk to. Awesome. Um, I
0: want to let everyone know who's ever listening live uh, that if you have a question for Jeremy, you can uh, email us right now. And the email address is news at fecalface.com. Obviously, that if you are downloaded this after today, Thursday, then it uh, doesn't really count. Jeremy's drinking a Tecate, um, but uh, actually, why don't we go to one of those questions? Okay. Let's see what they. Let's see here. We'll go to the first one. So This one's from Hayden uh, Goldman. I oh, that guy oh, no. You know what? Actually, Joe Joe Employee was the first person to email.
1: Joe Employee.
0: Joe Employee, and uh, basically he wants to say congratulations for all your hard work and everything, and he's curious when was the last time you really thought, "Can I cut it as an artist?" and
1: what was the next thing that came along and squashed those thoughts it was this morning and i (laughs) thought perhaps i could go and work at safeway and bag groceries instead um yeah it goes through my mind every day i think it's part of being self-employed like when you got a job that you have to wake up and go to on the way to work you're like man i fucking hate waking up and going to this job like i think i'm going to quit by the end of the day you're like oh those people i work with aren't bad and that paycheck i'm getting is pretty cool so i'll keep working there And I think every morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to answer the emails because there's going to be a bunch of people mad at me because I forgot to get something done in time. And, you know, there's no secretary. There's no fucking management. I mean, I have, you know, a lady that works with me and a lawyer and that kind of shit. But for the most part, when you're your own boss, you're the one that sweats all the time and you're the one that, like, makes your own bed. And I don't know. I I don't know what else I'd do because I'm not that good at a lot of other things. But I definitely uh I don't know there's times I fantasize literally about working at Safeway because I know they get really good benefits and they get tons of vacation time, <laughs> and it actually pays pretty well if you work there for a long time, so uh yeah, that's like legitimately my fallback plan like if I ever snap or like break a hand, I'll be a one one armed grocery bagger <laughs> who takes long vacations in the uh in the produce aisle
0: <laughs> the produce in five minutes
1: so um. Alright,
0: thanks for your uh, question there, Joe Oh, actually, he's got another one. Oh, Nope, uh, that was the one yeah. Alright, then we'll, we'll Why don't we check out Hayden Goldman's question I know that guy Really? No oh. Which is basically uh, Who are some of your current Favorite artists And would you say Influences your work Right now
1: <laughs> Well uh, Like favorite artists of all time Or is it say contemporary Like young people Well, it just says current, but uh, let's just say contemporary young Uh, people. We'll say, I think Mike Giant has always been a huge one. Barry McGee is a pretty obvious one. Uh, There's, I don't know, I got tons. Currently, I really like Matt O'Brien. I think he's doing cool stuff. Uh, My friend Will Barris, one of the dudes I was traveling with from London, a really good illustrator. Uh, I don't know. There's so many people out there that I'm drawing a blank but uh, I'm constantly getting sent emails from all kinds of random people where I'm like, holy crap, those are amazing. Look at this guy, that's sick. I was just looking at these books. Uh, My friend Blue in Italy is really a champ. These other guys that are on his little book label are also really, really amazing. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's a short, crappy answer. (laughs) Changes all all the time, then. Yeah, it does. It depends on the day and what what magazine I was flipping through and... I'm really, I don't know, I'm constantly amazed as to how many like amazing people there are flooding the world with cool stuff. And just when you are like, you see a couple things, you're like, oh, that sucks, or I hate that, or that looks like his hero. And then eventually, you know, ten minutes later, you're like, wow, look at that. It's totally new and awesome, and I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it's nice to know that it's always going to get better.
0: Do you like the internet questions? I think let's just go with another one. Yeah. All, all right. right. This one's from... Uh Excuse me, it's from Horace Greentree. <laughs> it's kind of a weird question. What is your favorite t-shirt ever? And and it's not just the t-shirt, they want to know the color, size, graphic, too. We'll
1: just skip that one. No, I've you've, got it. You've got a favorite t-shirt? One that I made or one that just exists? I think it's one that just exists. Yeah, it just exists or had existed. At when, one I, uh, when I first started coming out here for school, I used to drive back and forth from New York in the summers, like where I'd work, and I was on a road trip with one of my best friends. And we stopped in uh fuck man i want to say ohio like maybe we were near Django world where's that uh cleveland somewhere in the middle of nowhere in ohio yeah. we hit a thrift store and i found a size it was a size large shirt but it was really short like not a half shirt but like a three-quarter shirt like not a full length shirt and on the front of it it had a fucking funny like 70s drawing of a cartoon rabbit face down smoking a joint that was as big as the rabbit and in, in like smoke lettering it said California <laughs> above his head and it was just really ironic because we were on our way out here and uh, yeah my favorite shirt of all time it's one of those ones where when you find it in the thrift store you feel like it's going to have your name written on the tag on the inside you're like what I must own this shirt so yeah that's uh, that's
0: it well there you go Horace that's, that's the answer to that question and if uh, anyone listening live right now has a question for Jeremy Fish you can uh, email it to news at com, and uh, we will ask him he is sitting right here next to me So um, I got another one there, Horace has another question, it's a favorite skateboard deck not designed by you, and also do you have a copy of it?
1: Yes, uh, that would be the It's a Man graphic, congratulations (laughs) It's a Man by uh, Todd Bradford from Consolidated, I believe it came out about five years ago, not the re-release that Consolidated made where they had someone else redraw a really bad version of the same graphic and put it out recently. Uh, but the original one that Todd Brattred did maybe five years ago, and yes, I had a copy of it hanging over my bed for about seven years. No, not really. Hadn't been out that long, but it was it was hanging up in my room for way too long, and yeah. I eventually had to take it down because uh, I had too many objections from that's house a good, guests. That's a really good one. Yeah, and best, then, best um, ever.
0: Horace would also like to know uh, Horus Greenjree. That is, it's their real name. Type Favorite nomenclature favorite fa- favorite pair of sneakers ever and uh can be due to comfort or
1: style actually in uh, parentheses when i was like uh 7 or no younger than that 6 maybe whenever uh star wars first started merchandising star wars i got a pair of blue velcro star wars running shoes at marshalls they were like blue with big velcro straps and like a like a x-wing fighter on a yellow stripe on the side of the shoe and uh, I, was, I don't think I had ever been more happy with a commercially produced product that someone had got me like I remember putting them on my feet and feeling like I was in Star Wars and like the first day I got mud on them I cried so uh, I think there's no pair of shoes I could ever get at this age I mean I still like sneakers and stuff but uh, yeah best ever awesome
0: um, and there's some more questions that Horace has let's see here uh, a lot
1: of questions there Horace I
0: know man it's kind of a lot
1: if that is your actual name.
0: This question just keeps going and going. I can't really read it. I've had too many beers. All right, so then we'll go to... Uh, uh, thanks for your question, Norris. Uh, Hayden Goldman has a question. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, like Horace, <laughs> Green Tree's he's friend. He's like just changing his email. I got a feeling these are all Isaac. <laughs> yeah. um, well, Hayden Goldman has a question and wants to know, um, Old E or Mickey's?
1: Or ne- neither. Neither. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I had a really bad night on Mickey's when I was in junior college, and I have those little tiny bottles that seem like so much fun until they're not. And uh, I've since sworn it off, and uh, I think I only drank Old E a few times during a really dumb period of thinking Ice Cube was rad, and I just won't go there either, ever again. But uh, Tecate is a delicious beverage. You're enjoying one right now, actually. fucking A, man. I think... I was deciding the other night if a it is actually—is it the beer or the graphic that I love so much?
0: It's I really kind of like, like the—it's like, like real
1: Nazi-looking, gnarly. It is pretty. It's pretty tough for a Mexican beer graphic. Yeah, it's tough. Makes, it, you, makes you feel tough when you drink it.
0: It's very like uh, heavy metal, like kind of. I feel like
1: if Tecate was smart, they would get. You remember how Budweiser had like a superhero icon in the 70s, like Bud Man? <laughs> I feel like Tecate Man. Would be like the sickest fucking superhero ever. He had like a big eagle emblem on his chest and like maybe an eagle head. And he just uh, drinks beer and like fights crime. Mexican, awesome.
0: like he's gotta have the mask, the wrestling mask maybe?
1: No, that would be incredibly racist, you prick. I gave him an oh eagle head. <laughs> You're like, put him in a Mexican wrestling mask.
0: You heard it here first. Racism <laughs> abounds here. <laughs> at <Five Woo>.
1: Race. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for your question there, Hayden Goldman. If you have a question for Jeremy Smith, Jeremy Smith. <laughs> Yeah, go find someone named Jeremy Smith and ask him. Beer is fun. <laughs> now we're here with Jeremy Fish. And uh, if you have a question for Jeremy Fish, you can email it to news at fecalface.com. And uh, Jeremy's here to answer it. That's, that's what he's here for right now. Drinking some tecate, chewing some gum. And uh, we're going to go see some women wrestle in mud. Not mud, J- jello.
1: <laughs> at the parkside after this. Anyway, <clears throat> mud's considered chauvinistic jello. is fucking totally okay to wrestle in yeah
0: yeah so uh, thanks for your question there Hayden Goldman can you swear on the internet yeah oh, fucking A yeah shit and tits cool shit and tits so uh, next question here is from uh, Theo who also used to be uh, associated a lot on the site uh, if you remember the uh, his blog the East Sider but um, his question is so you've shown at 510 skateboards in the East Bay uh, you ever gonna show in the East Bay again? And he's added a represent exclamation point after that.
1: No, but uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> thanks, thanks for asking. I did go to a Raiders game last weekend, and uh, it entirely changed my whole perspective on the East Bay and everything I had ever thought about it prior to that Raiders game. I was shocked and amazed and thoroughly entertained. And if it's something, if you've lived in the Bay Area for a long time and never gone to a Raiders game. I really recommend it. It was phenomenal. And, uh. In what way? Like, just just, uh, I've never seen fucking people in the Bay Area, except on Halloween, get so fucking cooped out. (laughs) Like, dude, I saw a guy dressed up as a pirate, like a Raiders pirate. He had, like, a pirate jacket made with, like, a Raiders logo on the back. I mean, he was. It was awesome. So, uh. I. No. Theo, to answer your question, (laughs) I won't, uh, have any shows in the East Bay. But i will go there once a year
0: remember we were gonna make that shirt that uh
1: no don't don't no no don't talk about (laughs) that although Upper playground did just open a store over there and uh the owner joked with me that i had been banned from the store and that he would not sell my shirts there so i don't know if that's true or not but i i actually love the east bay 510 jerry and dandy you know there's some stuff over there i've
0: heard all right, so our, thanks for the question, Theo, Mr. Eastsider. And we go on to Trevor Brader. Just got a question. Uh, uh, what from your childhood most influences your art?
1: Um, Dr. Seuss? Yeah, the books that I read. Went, well, it's not like I read them. That's the cool thing about reading when you're a kid is you're mostly just looking at the pictures and everybody's like, oh, he's so good. He sits over there and reads. I, uh, I really, 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 really was into dr seuss and richard scary and still kind of am uh i think that they just you know have interesting ways of capturing children's attention and creating this nonsensical world that one book to the next kind of flows into each other and it feels like a real place and uh, that's that's on my list of shit to do not children's books but like make a place that feels real and you can go there and dick off <gasps> excuse me
0: uh i just got an email from uh Andrew from Needles and Pins, and <laughs> he was like, uh, he told me that to he wants the, to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, hey uh, Andrew, you should meet us at uh, the Parkside, have a beer, and watch women wrestle and jello. He's already there, covered
1: in jello. He told me
0: to um, turn the music down while you're talking. He did. Yeah.
1: He's helping us out. He's he doesn't a, care what I'm saying. He just wants to get his head nod on. <laughs> it's a head nod. <laughs> That's like when you like the music and you get your head nod going. You know? Oh, head nod. Like, oh, I'm really feeling this, and your neck starts to get sore, and you're like, yeah.
0: Oh my god, these questions are good. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming in. All right. Easy with the questions. So uh, thanks for your question, Trevor. If you got a question for Jeremy Fish or Jeremy Smith, uh, you can email, yeah. Yeah. email it over to uh, news at fecalface.com. The email address is news at com. Ryan Smith wants to know. Oops. Um, he's from Melbourne, actually, Australia. What? Wow. I know. Is he awake? Hey, Ryan. time only back. Dark. What time is it <laughs> in, in Australia? anyway uh he wants to know why silly pink bunnies
1: uh that's top secret ryan and if i were to have to tell you that story i would have to send a guy to your house in the middle of the night and murder you so unfortunately i i
0: can't and we know we know someone over there maybe
1: we got we got got a couple of dudes (laughs) that might uh, might come looking for you no just kidding uh it's a gang of friends that i've been perpetuating since i was in high school and it was like one of those not that funny inside group jokes that just got carried incredibly too far and Next thing you know, we all have friends of friends of friends, and now we're a couple hundred deep, and I'm going to have to have you killed for asking me that question. No, just kidding.
0: Thanks for your uh, question, Mr. Ryan Smith, in Melbourne, Australia, and we're going to hopefully email back and let us know uh, what time it is there. And your address. And your address. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so we got another uh, Matt Moose just emailed and he would what's what
1: the aliases i thought you had like a, like a screen on this stuff I'm, so people I'm, have to use their real names
0: i'm making these up actually you um, are no no
1: that'd be cool no, they're coming in you can i was like me. man these are better than your usual questions you're yeah. really coming for it
0: um matt moose says that he skates with a bunch of people that are members of the silly pink bunnies is this something that you started and if so elaborate on what
1: it's all about i think he just kind of touched Man, on that actually what's what's the deal prying into my precious past you you insensitive bastards now uh... What do you mean past do you uh, kind No, of it's still going on but uh... i uh... i don't know it's it's a weird thing i didn't start it I, I mean i did start it but it wasn't my uh... i didn't come up with the name my best friend mark got kid i grew up with uh, we got a bunch of heat in my hometown for like all these uh, the city i grew up in had this newspaper article that was like gang activity all around the city kids that hang out here one gang kids that hang out here another gang and they said the kids that hang out at the skate park are a gang and we were just like man that's awesome like we didn't know we were that tough like we all got really psyched and so we decided if we were a gang that we had to be tougher than the guys at the pizza place and the guys in the corner store because you know we were and so uh, my friend was like oh we need a really tough name and you know I one of those not that funny at the time not a whole lot funnier 15 years later but uh you know i haven't had anything better to do so i've just kind of kept at it excellent thanks
0: for your question there mr matt moose he also uh he would like to buy some of your art
1: if he had more money
0: oh yeah when are you gonna he got prints You got prints for yeah, sale right on umbrella a, market, umbrella, plug, umbrella on market.
1: Our, plug in our damn business yeah what a couple of pricks.
0: All right, Matt Moose. Thank you so much. <laughs> if you got a question for Mr. Jeremy Fish, you can email it right now. This is live, but a lot of people, most people are probably going to listen to this downloaded.
1: It's not live because it waits like two minutes and then you hear it in the other room. We could theoretically edit it if we said something really bad.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we are, uh, well, yeah, I guess we. Had, we there's a little delay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so we have Riley Hudson, Hodginson. Um... What is your favorite website URL? He wants to know. He doesn't care about the content, he just wants to know about the name.
1: Hmm. <laughs> uh, come on, I don't have I'm right here. <laughs> I love it. My mom looks at it, my, my dad, we all look at it. It's fun for the whole family. We love John. <laughs> I was trying to think of some funny, like, smut, like, funny porn website name, but I couldn't, so. I'll use Fecal Face because everybody else thinks that's what it is. Yeah. Anybody that's never looked like, oh, you're into those shit websites, it's messed up.
0: Um, <laughs> and he also wants to know how many nights a week do you and I get uh, get loaded. And he uh, also thinks that it's probably less now that I have a girlfriend.
1: <laughs> oh, Matt, that's so fucked up. Like, uh, it's a really heavy topic, and <laughs> I, I just got emotional. <laughs> I don't hang out with John as much as I used to, but it's not because... He has a cool girlfriend. Uh, I get along with her too. I just don't hang out much anymore because I got kind of busy a while ago, and I'm bad at making time for anything. But I would say we go out and get wasted once a month when I'm around, which is not cool at all. Used to be a lot, but uh, come and on Saturday, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Put that. a little drunken pirating and. Uh... Yeah,
1: that's a that guy just really touched a sensitive nerve with me. That's really a sad story. Every time I think about it, I'm like, ah. Oh wish I had more time to like go drink with John and throw stuff at people and raise hell so, good times but not as often as they used to be we're getting older Matt if that is your real name and now, we have responsibilities this is Riley actually oh, Riley. Is Riley I thought it was Matt Moose again oh
0: I think Ryan Smith emailed and it's 3.30 in the morning or 3.30
1: 3.30 in the afternoon oh Well, fucking A.
0: He wrote, uh, I can't be fucked working, so this
1: is good shit. That's good. Chug a Foster's and go ride a kangaroo. It's the middle of the day, man. Live it up. (laughs) I thought it was like, I thought this guy was over there in Australia just staying up somewhere in the outback. with a Satellite. (laughs) Trying to tap into your podcast. So, uh, Dudekins.
0: That's got to be his real name. (laughs) That's the next question. (laughs) I actually know that guy. Um, Dudekin's D, you do, actually? You know this guy? No. Oh. Um, are you ever going to come to El Paso, Texas, or near? Uh, because Tacate is the only beer they got,
1: apparently. What? That's what he says. Then the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, I am going to El Paso. Uh, where's the Alamo? Uh, San Antonio? Ah, well, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I'm still looking for Pee Wee's bike in the basement. No, I, uh... I, I want to go to Austin Actually Really bad Because uh, My friend lives there And he's the coolest uh, And he has Michael Seabin I'm going to plug him I'm plugging Michael Seabin Right now God damn it he, na- I name dropped uh, He lives in Austin he invites me there Every once in a while Because he's uh, The biggest Austin Tinian Since Willie Nelson And uh Yeah So I don't know how close That is to El Paso But uh Willie Nelson's from Texas? Fuck yeah. Seems He's like works. the king of Austin. He's like the hometown hero in the biggest way. Willie fucking Nelson, man.
0: Thanks for your question, Dudikins. If you got a question for Jeremy Fish, I feel like I'm doing like a trying to get money for like NPR or something. Uh, you can email us here at news at fecalface.com. That's news at fecalface.com. We're uh, 25 minutes into this thing. We're probably going to do it for another 15 minutes. And I've got a couple questions for Jeremy as well. Make them good. So we'll... we'll uh, Matt Moose emailed back. What did he email back? He's mad. No, that's not his alias, actually.
1: this his real name? Yeah. He, oh, dude, you can join my club of dudes with animal last names. Me and Wolf are in it. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, Dan Wolf, Jeremy Fish, and Matt now Moose. Matt Moose, it's a three-man club. Nice. Oh, and actually my friend Oliver Beavers. I'm not even kidding, that's really his last name. Works at the Vapor Room had to plug the vapor room just then.
0: Alright, so uh, let's see here. Cody Myers emailed a question. Oh, he actually wants to go by Cam. Um, he was wondering, growing up, did you use drugs to influence you or guide you through times or slumps? Or did you do it at all? Did you do drugs? I guess that's what he's asking. Because he's asking. artists now seem like you need to get fucked up to be a good artist. That's... I don't know if that's true, but I would like to hear
1: your response to that question. No, that's retarded. I think, uh, you know, throughout history there's all those great tales of absinthe and opium amongst the fucking heavy-duty art history homos, but I think that that uh, it's like some delusional art school myth that you should just get super wasted and hope something good happens. Uh, I do get super wasted and not much happens. You know what I mean? Like uh, When I get super faded, I... <laughs> I tend to not work as much. It's usually when I'm putting my feet up that I'll get kind of hammered. I try and keep my head on somewhat straight. I uh, I have a prescription for medical marijuana, which does not <laughs> count in this conversation. However, uh, you know, I don't think I don't advocate uh, trying to get really wasted and then think you're going to come up with an idea that the rest of the world enjoys. You know what I mean? Like, uh, at the end of the day, got to have your head kind of on straight, figure out the game plan, and then get wasted and go paint. <laughs> No, I think it's different from everybody, but uh, I, I try to advocate free and clear thinking in the old studio, somewhat. I'm not skinning. So uh, let's
0: see, Ryan Smith. Actually, we're having a nice dialogue with. Is that him. the guy from Portland? He's a guy. He's a guy from Australia. Oh, actually, it's the that's the guy that has been up all night. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, Foster's tastes like crap. That's one thing you have to learn if you're going to speak to an Australian. Nobody here drinks that shit. And kangaroos are a lot harder to ride than you would think. And not so, not nearly so
1: cool as Tank Girl would have you believe. Well, Ryan, I, uh, I appreciate that. I was just being ignorant. I've never been to Australia. It's on my list of places I really want to go. Although I think if I were there, I would probably not drink Foster's. It was just the only Australian beer I could think of. And I would definitely try and ride a kangaroo, even though I think that he would fuck me up big time. I've seen it on the uh, old Warner Brothers cartoons. That one kangaroo punches the shit out of Elmer Fudd, and uh, I imagine that's true to life. So I'll uh, I'll be careful when drinking fosters and trying to ride kangaroos. <coughs>
0: <Excuse me. coughs> so we got something from uh, Andrew Crum. And uh, basically, he's saying you're doing designs for different kinds of products, caps set up for playground, album covers. Did you envision designing and illustrating for these different kinds of objects? Do you have some kind of dream design opportunity? Hmm.
1: Um Yeah. Sorry, I lost my headphones. I'm not really.
0: Uh, so the question is basically. Yeah, I'm not
1: following your question. Uh, I got a little lost there, too. Read it again
0: uh... you're doing designs for different kinds of products like hats and album covers and stuff like that and he's saying did you envision designing and illustrating for these different kinds of things basically like did you imagine putting your art on wearables i suppose
1: not wearables but uh... corny as it may sound skateboardables uh... like i think the first time i really thought about drawing pictures and trying to get paid for it was way before like when i was in high school i worked in a skate shop and uh... I used to look at the graphics a lot because you're sitting there and nothing to do and it's snowing and no one's coming in and I used to try and redraw the stickers and just like stare at everything and really pay attention to how they made it and I think that was I was like wow it'd be a cool fucking job right like uh instead of sitting in the skate shop imagine like sitting in a tr- company in California and, like draw pictures and watch them get printed on boards it'd be the coolest thing ever and uh so yeah I guess I mean I think that's part of the reason I wanted to go to art school and part of the reason I wanted to come to California and I had this like distant fantasy that maybe it would work out and I would get a job putting graphics on boards, which is a product. So, yes. <laughs> to answer your question. Thanks for your question. Actually,
0: let's see here. I've got a list of questions. We don't have a whole lot of time here. I want to kind uh, um, of... Give her a uh, That's a question I have about a lot of artists, actually, where you kind of get, like, a a familiar look that a lot of people just, like, easily associate with you. You know what I mean? They can see it, and it's, like, identifiable and stuff. Oh, I know that
1: guy's stuff. I've seen those stupid rabbits and that stupid skull. What a fact.
0: Do you ever feel, like, kind of trapped into a certain look because in order to, like, maintain a livelihood? I mean, is that ever...
1: No, because, I mean... There's things I draw all the time, like there's little symbols and things where you'd be like, oh, I can recognize those wings, they look like those wings he draws, and oh, there's that stupid fucking bear-looking rabbit, bunny round-headed thing, and, you know, I use little things repeatedly, like little symbols a lot. But I think it's the way I draw that makes, you know, like, I can draw everything from a sloth to, like, a car, and, you know, I don't think it matters what it is, it's kind of like I try and maintain a line quality, like really thick, bold outer lines and really tiny little detail lines and similar details in the face, and... Draw things in a way where, like, stylistically, it looks similar one thing to the next, but subject matter, I feel like I'm pretty free comparatively. You know, like, I have a lot of friends that like have their one thing they draw really well, and everybody knows them for it. And I feel like they're more trapped because I can draw things with the like, not as gay as it sounds, like with my style or whatever. And you know, but draw a million different things and kind of all have them interrelate. Inter- and uh, so no, I mean, I don't, I don't feel trapped by it at all. I find myself sometimes when I'm like not enjoying my ideas, I'll use this like cycle of symbols and things I use to tell stories. Like, we uh, got a fallback plan for sure, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody's like, ready, draw! I'm like, alright, I got a skull and I got a rabbit and here's some fucking wings and look, there's a thing flying out over here and yeah! But generally, I try and have more of a roadmap than that. But, you know, I fucking try and draw about a million things a year, so at some point you have little fallback plans and little ways of like smoothing things over and making them look cool, even if the original part of the drawing sucks. So, uh, to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
0: very quickly, uh, if you, I want to maybe kind of mention the Aesop video and like just get your experience. Like You basically put together all the animation well, that you and uh, s- another group of people, obviously yeah, I Ordinary with Kids. Uh,
1: I work with uh, a great group of designers here in San Francisco called Ordinary Kids. And Aesop was pretty involved as well, and uh, I just, I did a lot of the drawings. I had a f- uh, this guy, Ricardo, help me do some of the drawings, this, this uh, guy that I met through the interweb who's like an intern, and he helped us do some of the drawing, but for the most part, all the characters are hand-drawn, and then uh, dudes at uh, Ordinary Kids did a lot of stuff in After Effects, and just got, it. we got tons of people to come in and help on it. Like, basically, it was the largest case of biting off more than I could chew I've ever had in my life. Just had too much work to do in too short an amount of time, but in the end, uh, we really pulled it together. I and mean, we got tons of really great animators involved, and it just got really, really cool, but all within the last, like, two weeks. Like, it was really a stressful project, but, uh... I'm super proud of it, and it's uh, it's doing really good. Like we've gotten a good response to it, and I know that uh, Aesop's gotten a good response to the video. And it uh, it was a fun project, but it was one of those things. We're going into it, I was like, music video, hell yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of it, I was like, music video, head under the tire. It was really like <laughs> ruined my summer. It was one of those ones where you know, just nine nights out of ten, I was like near tears, drawing the same fucking pig leg for the fifty-nine thousandth time. Uh, Great, great project. Really proud of it. Fucking hard work. Glad like, it's over. Not glad. Like like an eye-opener. I want to do a lot more animation stuff, but it just opened my eyes as to like what my capabilities are time-wise and like, how fast I can draw the same thing a thousand times without getting bored. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm super proud of it. But we have another one that I did that's uh, coming out that I did with Dan Wolf that is actually funny because it took us a fraction of the time. I mean, I, I imagine it took Dan shitloads of time to edit it. But it didn't take long to actually film it and paint the mural. And uh, me and my trusty assistant, Dick Mar, uh, worked on it. And then Dan did an amazing job editing it. And I don't think he's totally done, but that one should be out pretty soon. Just a time-lapse of this funny mural about this uh, song about pigs.
0: So uh, we got another question here from uh, Hector Morales. And... um he also has the uh, drug references or influences. Any uh, any drug influences and your thoughts on an unseen human species living underground. Would you try and greet them if they were harmless? whoo I think he's on drugs right now. I was
1: just going to say, man. <laughs> Hector, you're fucking skinning. Large. Uh... I don't advocate doing drugs at all. I think everybody should kind of come onto their own path in life as to what they do all day. That makes them happy. I don't really think like you should look to, you know, it's kind of like kids that admire rock stars for doing drugs or think it makes you make better music. Like does being intoxicated give you the right to make better stuff creatively? No, I don't think so at all. And I, I don't think it should give you a license to be weird either. But, uh, you know, if you're already pretty wasted and then you just happen to make a good song or a cool painting, well then wasn't that accidental. Yeah. Uh, I don't know it's not the sort of thing i would ever say yes go out and get hammered and your drawings are gonna get cool as hell but uh you know i think it happens I'm pretty sure
0: i think we kind of already uh, sort of <clears throat> questioned this but uh melissa stooge e wants to know will you ever branch out from your animal skull mutations
1: um of yeah, course look around lady <laughs> 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 i mean no offense i just uh i do draw i have a library of stuff that i'll use repeatedly and uh, you know there are definitely things I've drawn more than once, but uh, vehicles, animals, skulls are uh, are on the list. But there's a whole bunch of weird shit out there that I'll draw. I think
0: we uh, uh, Griffin would like to know um, Uh-oh. when is your next show, basically solo show. And I think
1: you said Chicago. Yeah, Chicago next s- next Saturday, the twenty second. Is all your work already out there? Uh stuff that's done (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh i shipped a bunch of stuff a few days ago and i got some more stuff i'm gonna bring with me in my suitcase and like i said i'm gonna go to chicago on thursday and me and dick are gonna bang out a mural uh in in this gallery and it's on lincoln avenue in chicago but then after that whoever asked that griffin if that is your real name and you live in the east bay and pick up people's garbage it's the griffin i'm thinking of but it's probably not uh after that i got one in rome that i'm really excited about i'm going to rome for a month uh the show's on halloween in uh in the center of rome and uh it's just me in a really 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 overly humongous spot that i don't think i can fill between now and then and uh yeah i just got overwhelmed and I got a I'm leaving on the 11th of October and I come home on the 9th of November so uh, this book publisher over there was nice enough to get me an apartment and they're gonna document like all the stuff I'm making for the show while I'm living there and uh, I think that's probably gonna be one of my best shows ever just because that's somewhere out of anywhere I've traveled in the last few years that was like one of the most fascinating cities I've ever been to it's like really somewhere I decided I needed to go back and this opportunity came up so yeah Chicago next weekend and Rome on Halloween and then uh, vacation and then Amsterdam in January. Excellent. Peter Parker would
0: like to know, and. Uh, your girlfriend's hot. Who, Peter Parker? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Posey Parker. Oh, wait, no, way. What am I thinking? Kirsten Dunst, man. Oh. Fucking A. Um, basically, Peter. the interview part of this is. We should wrap it up here in a few minutes, so. If you didn't already get your interview question for Jeremy Fish in, don't bother, because. Uh, he bites We're gonna play uh, We're gonna answer a few more And then we're gonna play Jeremy's gonna play A bunch of music that he likes um, And
1: then we're gonna go watch Jello wrestling
0: Yeah At the Parkside So if anyone's listening live Lives in San Francisco wants to come out And have a beer with us Yeah Buy us beers buy us beers actually yeah, that Buy us beers Alright so Peter <laughs> Parker would like to know I no deserve beer Are you going to Seattle Anytime
1: soon for anything? Um uh, No Peter But not because I don't think Seattle's cool. I just uh, don't have any opportunities coming up there that I know of. But it's a great city. I like the Pike Place Market, and I'd like to send a shout-out to some random guy in a fish market that helped me FedEx some salmon to my dad for his birthday. What a guy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Hayden Goldman is back
0: with another uh, follow-up. El Paso is far away from Austin, but Houston is hella close. You should go there. Houston, eh? Houston, eh? I've done a little time in Dallas, but uh, no Houston thank you very much dude all right all right this is actually good i like this one this this one from uh, mother ridgeway i haven't looked at it yet but there's an image attached to it which is kind of fun so the question number one is does the attached picture make you happy so i'm gonna double click it (laughs) can you see that it's a uh, it looks like a, a small car painting with some dragons and
1: oh sorry man i just uh headbutted the microphone i got so excited by this attached drawing that uh yes yes
0: yes i do like it What the one dragon's masturbating on a car and the other one's putting its uh wee wee up the old exhaust pipe
1: yes that drawing is exceptional both technically and conceptually i uh i am feeling the idea of a dragon that would fuck a car you know (laughs) diminishing the fossil fuels and all that the dragon coming back from the beyond and Really being like, fuck you, car, I'll show you. I will impregnate you with my dragon semen and we we'll we make a half car, half dragon. And uh, the other dragon that's uh, masturbating on the hood is just uh, proportionally a little off to me, so I, I, I'm not not feeling that part of the drawing as much.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for your drawing. And the, he's got a follow-up question. Is the car a Toyota Celica or a Mazda Miata? I'm not sure.
1: Well, let's take one more look. Let's open it up. I think. Uh, judging by the... Oh, caps. I'm going to say that's a Mazda, but since I'm not an idiot, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Thanks for your uh, drawing and or question and both. So we're going to go to Dudekin's D. Oh, shit. Uh, he also wrote, uh, no LA is closer to El Paso, Texas than Austin. What is your favorite drawing instrument?
1: The pen. <laughs> Thanks I, for like, your- I use, uh, use Micron pens, and I really like them a lot thanks for your
0: question Dudekins. and jimmy james with the subject line absinthe uh hey jeremy did you try any absinthe in eastern europe that's a
1: really good question the answer to that is hell yes and uh whoa what do you mean whoa? what was it I like i just followed it with a whoa because uh that shit will really carry you a new one i uh, i've had several absinthe experiences and uh Including the kind where you like heat up the sugar and the whole the whole bit, and uh, I don't like it. That shit really fucks you up. It's not fun. It's not uh, not like they make it seem in the storybooks. I'm not a fan. I'm definitely not advocating it for the kids. It's just wrong. Um, another question here
0: from Chog, and uh, it looks like the last one probably. Um, any big projects coming up? Shoes, books, etc. And I'm not even sure. Maybe I already asked that question.
1: Nah. Uh i'm just trying to finish up this year i got another really funny vinyl toy coming out around christmas and uh i'm gonna do another book next summer uh black and white one and a color one and like i said i'm making a book with this publisher in italy that's for this show on halloween that i think comes out in march uh called romantic delusions and uh yeah so some books some toys no more shoes i don't think and uh bunch of other random stuff that indie kids will call me a sellout for making nice question thanks oh, for asking wow one more
0: question just in time i was just going to shut it off uh cody Myers has a question do you think Neckface is an artist or an idiot he's
1: awesome how can you not like neck face what are you doing everybody wants to hate on anybody that starts doing good but uh fuck if you can't laugh at Neckface, you're a cunt I mean, really, dude's fucking hilarious, like, I don't know, I, I like his, like, stickers and, like, funny street drawings and stuff a lot better than some of his gallery installation stuff, I don't get it as much, but just his, like, simple funny drawings and really funny slogans, like, first time I saw it in New York, I almost peed myself, and to be able to get a reaction from people like that, that's, that's genius, like, he's a clever dude, and from the Bay Area, and I give two huge thumbs up, I love everybody that wants to hate on him because he's doing really well, but they loved him when it was just a sticker, Cody,
0: Cody would also like to know, um, I don't, I don't even know what Complex Magazine is, but when you were in Complex Magazine, were you thinking Mark Echo is a fag?
1: As a matter of fact, Mark Echo and I were engaging in wonderful love at the time, which is how I wound up in Complex (laughs) Magazine, he, uh, he penetrated me in exchange for letting me be in his mags, no, I'm just kidding, uh,
0: oh, it's, it's the Mark Echo Magazine, yeah, yeah, he
1: owns it, but, uh no they uh they have the largest budget of any periodical that's ever hired me to do illustration so yes i am that guy they waved a giant check in front of me and i (laughs) pretended mark echo wasn't gay and did the drawing (laughs) nice question thanks for making me feel horrible
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice question cody all right um so we're going to pretty much wrap it up. It's been 45 minutes of live Fecal Face interviewing. Well, actually, you guys have been interviewing. People have been uh, emailing in their questions for Jeremy. Um, we're going to do this a lot. Uh, basically, we're here with Jeremy Fish, and I have one more question, actually. You're new to North Beach here in San Francisco. Any uh, any new finds?
1: Oh, man, it's the greatest, uh, greatest neighborhood in the world. How's that? For The boldest statement I could possibly make. I, I just got home from being away for three weeks. And I got out of the cab and nearly came. I was so happy to be home. Like, there's something about that neighborhood that's really fucking me up right now. And uh, I got all kinds of new finds, but I'm not sharing them with the General Joe. You got to go over there and explore. It's a magical part of San Francisco. And as well as everybody that lives in the Mission will want to cry and tell me it's lame and a lot of tourists and yuppies and whatever else. There are some serious fucking cartoon characters that live over there, including the guy who came up with Howard the Duck. And you know various and sundry homeless lurkers that are fucking straight magical like it's uh just a weird weird neighborhood and it's really affecting me these days i i can't even explain to you like how much it changed my life moving there so how's that for a dramatic answer
0: perfect uh thanks again to everyone who emailed in their questions and
1: Are uh, are you gonna play number one after we
0: end this uh we're gonna play a little bit of other music and then basically so i can do a little edit to set the podcast for tomorrow but uh we're gonna play some more music. If you're listening live, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we're gonna take a little break here, and then Jeremy's gonna come back, and we're gonna play some uh, some some of his favorite music, and we'll just kind of talk about it for a minute. And uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Thanks, Jeremy.
1: Let the song go. It's really good. But we haven't even gotten
0: to the part where it's a joke. In a long black day He
1: visits my grave When the night winds wave Nobody knows Nobody knows but me Nobody knows Nobody sees Nobody knows